Law Talk with Bill Sherwood is brought to you by Sherwood Legal Services. The lawyers on air are not able to give advice about any given person's legal problem over the air. Giving legal advice requires confidentiality. Attorney-client privilege won't protect conversations literally being broadcast from a radio. If you call into this show, the attorneys don't represent you unless you sign a retainer. No paperwork, no representation. You have no expectation of privacy or attorney-client privilege on a call. This is a live broadcast. It does not get less confidential than this. The attorneys can't predict how any given legal matter will turn out. Lawyers give legal advice. They can't give you tailored advice about your legal problems without an in-person interview. Please call in with your general legal questions. This is Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com. It's time now for Law Talk with Bill Sherwood. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another Law Talk on another beautiful Sunday. Uh, today I have two different uh, guest hosts. My normal guest hosts are all taking vacations. You know, whatever happened to the work ethic out there, you know? Two vacations in the summer, I don't understand it. But um, So today I am joined... Uh, by both Frank Morgan of Synergy Realty Company, who's also the office manager there, and he has a lot of uh, investor real estate experience. We're going to give him a chance to talk in a moment. And also by Doug Bruckman of BB&T. And today we're going to talk a lot about uh, real estate investments and uh, some of the pitfalls that uh, are looking forward to <laughs> with different landlords and such. Um, just a quick intro for everybody. I'm Bill Sherwood of Sherwood Legal Services, and I do a lot of personal injury family and real estate law if you have any problems and if you're in the cbm listening audience you're always welcome to a free consult you can give me a call in my office anytime at 410-366-4417 410-366-4417 is the office and now i'm going to allow doug bruckman from bbt to uh, introduce himself hi this is doug bruckman with bbt mortgage um I'm required to give you my NMLS number, which is 496462. Those darn legal things always <laughs> pop up, even in law shows, right? Yeah, lawyers. Um, anyhow, I, I do purchases, refinances, really uh, uh, all kinds of mortgage transactions. Um, it's turning into a purchase market uh, with the rates going up a little bit, so the refinances have run their course. So I'm here with Frankie, my experienced uh, a realtor, hopefully, uh, to <laughs> talk about different options people have. Thank you. All right. And then uh, Frank Morgan, who's also the unofficial mayor of Hamden. Um, Frank, well, I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't go that far? <laughs> no. I would think so. All right. No. Uh, Frank, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your experience. Uh, Franklin Morgan. I've been an agent since 2005, real estate agent. I've worked in 14 of the Baltimore, of the Maryland counties. Uh, 14 different counties, but I do most of my work in Baltimore City and Baltimore County. And I have a, a lot of investor experience. I've worked with a lot of investors, buyers, and sellers. And, and uh, I mean, the, the investors are always situ- uh, situational where, you know, they're, they're coming in to try to find a way to either make monthly income or buy, fix, and flip to make a, you know, a bigger nest egg yep. or maybe to, um, as a means to you know to basically put money aside in an asset that's going to appreciate. So there's three different types of people that you're dealing with when you're dealing with investors. Um, one little bit of uh, legal news that popped up for real estate investors in Baltimore City recently um, is the inspection law that means that all landlords have to have their properties inspected on a 20-point inspection to be able to register their properties after January 1 of 2019. Now, you can't just use any home inspector. You've got to use one of the ones that they have deemed. And right now, there's only 225 licensed inspectors for all of Baltimore City. There's a lot of properties out there. And this is, a, you know, we're basically half over the year. So I'm wondering, you know, what kind of situation did they set themselves up with in order to be able to get all the properties properties inspected before the end of the year? Um, you know, I mean... You know, either you have any other uh, real estate investors that have an issue. Well, what's the legal ramifications if you do not get your house inspected by Baltimore City? So fines. Um, you know, and now they might if if it's some kind of logistics, they might waive the fines for 
that to happen. At least you would think so. They said be reasonable. The bigger thing is if you have a tenant and the tenant doesn't pay, you you don't have standing to go to rent court to go after your rent or possession of the property unless you have it registered. So if so, if some poor landlord has a tenant that decides to stop paying after this January of 2019, and then you know if whatever happens, they can't physically get an inspection. The landlord may actually be hanging out there without the ability to collect rent, without the ability to regain possession, all in situations that they didn't have control over. So I think it's you know I, I'm just really curious how this is going to play out. You know, as a, as a former real estate investor myself, you know. When when the tenant doesn't pay, it puts you in a real bind. You know, you've got your taxes, you've got your maintenance, you've got your mortgage and debt. And how do you, you know, how are you going to keep up with this if you have a bunch of tenants that, you know, don't have to get forced to pay or don't have to get forced to get out? So, I, you know, I'm again, I keep thinking that Baltimore City is a rougher place to try to become a landlord. But, you know, the, the appreciation values are there. You just got to make sure you know what you're getting into. And that's where, you know, a good real estate agent like Frank will come in uh, with investors. Um, Frank, did you have any, um, you know, any experience with any kind of like nightmare tenant situations? Uh, absolutely. I've been currently going through one. <laughs> the, the landlord, somebody showed up at his door. He, wa- he wanted to sell his house. Somebody showed up at his door and asked, could they rent the property? Said they uh, they wanted to buy it in a year, but for now they wanted to rent it. He explained to them he didn't have uh, the porch need at work, you know, the house need at work, and and this guy said he would take care of everything. He didn't care. So I told the landlord, I told the owner that he 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 definitely should get a lead test and register it. And he said, you know, these this these people come highly recommended from my neighbor. He's lost his house. He's been to court. He spent thousands of dollars on attorney fees, and the court will not evict the person that lives there. He's completely lost his house. Yep. Yep. He lives in another state, so he was trying to get the lead test done, and every time he would come up, he would not be allowed entry to the house to get the work done, so he's lost his property. I don't know what ramifications that that leads to mm-hmm. as far as uh, responsibilities as a landlord now, you know, because. Well, because yeah, theoretically, he still owns the property. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and then the, the, uh, the, the Maryland Department of Environment could be coming at him still for fines. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my guess is that the tenant's not paying the uh, rent. They're probably not paying the monthly water bill now. Yep. Um, whereas the guy, you know, the guy's well. paying the mortgage out of his pocket. I mean. The, you know, when you're becoming a landlord, it's not as simple as just, you know, buying a place, making it pretty and putting an ad on Craigslist. You know, you need somebody to help, you know, talk you through all those things. And, you know, if you're thinking about real estate investing, you need to, you know, make sure you reach out to whatever professionals you can to make sure that, you know, you know about the licensing, you know about, you know, lead certifications and, there's there's a bunch of different ways to maybe even find property managers that know what they're doing. So that way you don't have to do the dirty work yourself, but that costs money as well. Um, as far as financing uh, of the uh, properties go, I mean, what I mean, it used to be you can you know show up with a small and get 100 percent financing. Doug, is that still the case now? Or back in the good old days of lending, they had the 100 percent acquisition, 100 percent renovations, and they would convert it over to a permanent loan, and then. 2008 happened, and people were coming in and dropping their keys on the counter of local banks. And basically, what it uh, they, they don't have any sweat equity, or they only have sweat equity in the game. So when the market turned and the values weren't there, um, they weren't making um, uh, any kind of appreciable income off the properties. They were right. just turning them over. So. And there was no hope of any kind of short-term uh, increase in value either. I mean... I, you know, I know personally, you know, when I had a bunch of properties at that time, there was a, um, uh, you know, I had like, I went from having a million dollars in equity and rent, rental properties to nothing. Yep. You know, <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's a roller coaster ride when you get into these, um, when you, you know, when you do all these things and it's kind of hard to be able to, we're getting some feedback here. I'm sorry in the background. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to be able to, to to navigate all these things, but um, 
We're getting ready to um, get ready to go to a commercial break and try to figure out what that background noise is. We'll be right back after this. Synergy Realty Company, LLC, is a boutique real estate brokerage built to serve you. Thinking about selling your home? Sellers just mention this ad to list your home for sale with a 1.5% listing fee, which includes a home staging consultation and professional photography. Call 443-776-1846. We also have buyers covered. If you know a first-time home buyer, have them call 443-776-1846 to sign up for a free home buyer seminar that could save them thousands on closing costs, home inspections, and warranties. Are you a real estate investor? Maximize your portfolio by calling 443-776-1846 to schedule a free consultation. Or visit Synergy Realty Company online at SynergyRealtyExperts.com. Or call them, 443-776-1846. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters, 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. Spice up your wardrobe with Needlepoint. Baldwin Belts is a Baltimore-based Needlepoint company offering Maryland-themed and other various custom-designed belts as well as accessories. All their products are 100% hand-stitched, handmade, and are guaranteed to last. Choose from one of Baldwin Belts' unique designs or customize your own belt to tell your individual story. Their custom-made products make great wedding gifts and graduation presents. Have a big event coming up? Customize a key fob to use as promotional product or gift item. Visit baldwinbelts.com for more information. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. I drive 200 miles an hour for a living, so it makes sense that I have life insurance. But so many people don't. That's just an unnecessary risk. It means leaving your loved ones to suffer financially if something happens to you. It's a struggle my family knows. As teenagers, both my parents lost their fathers. Neither had life insurance. Don't take that risk. Get life insurance. For help, go to lifehappens.org. A public service message from the nonprofit Life Happens. Well, you know, I thought I was smart, and then I got into this smart home, and I don't feel so smart anymore, Kim. (laughs) You mean you don't need to know when a washer is done with its cycle and get a text message? Come on, Chuck. Let's think of the practical. Or how about the smart slow cooker? It's going to sit on your counter for five hours. Why do I need it to text me when it's done? Okay. (laughs) The Kim Commando Show, Sunday nights, 10 p.m. until 1. Exclusively on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com. Welcome back to Law Talk. Uh, Numbers to call in, 410-922-6680 or 1-800-922-6680. Call in with your real estate questions. We do have a call from Claude and Arbutus. Hey, Claude, you're on the air with Law Talk. What can we do for you today? So, how you doing, pal? Good. How's it going? Um, I have with me a private investigation agency called MetroWatch, and people call me about, they, they rent, they're like borders of our rooming house, let's say, mm-hmm. and they're signing a cost share agreement, not an actual lease to rent the the uh, house, I guess. So they're like renting rooms. Okay. And, and it's unlicensed. And here's the problem. The landlord tries to evict them, like through a forced eviction without an eviction notice through the sheriff's office of Baltimore City. What What is the ramification on this? Well. Because I don't know the answer. I mean, because there's, okay, there, there's a proper way and an improper way to go through a, uh, an eviction. And, it, right. you know, I mean, and if they go through and do a forced lockout, there, there's right. a thing called jail. 
Okay, um, as a landlord, if you try to do a forced lockout, change the locks, you can end up in a lot of trouble with a pair of nice little bracelets um, if you end up trying to take the law in your own hands. Now, because of that situation, you know it's, it's still a tenant situation. The landlord still has to go through the proper channels. You know they have to bring a failure to pay rent notice, and once they once the judge finds out they don't have, um, you know, the licensing. It's going right. to get you know. It's going to get thrown out. Um, the, the proper way for them to go about it would be um, they need to go down and register the property with whatever jurisdiction they're in, and make right. sure there's lead certs. And they're going to have to you know basically put up with a tenant that's not paying while they're crossing their t's and dotting their i's because they got themselves backed in this situation. Um, right. You know the, the landlord tenant laws are put in place to try to make sure that they have all the landlords. Complying with the rules because they want to ensure the properties are uh, upheld in good condition. There's lead search involved. Um, you know, and what area did you say this was? A Baltimore City. Yeah, Baltimore City. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, there's no way they're going to get those tenants out legally without uh, going through getting the property registered and getting the uh, lead certifications and then going to well, court. They threw, well, they threw it. Actually, they threw this tenant out and locked him out. Jeez. So it's, it's a wonder the tenant didn't bring charges against him for a legal lockout. Well, he tried that down the courthouse, but they're trying to tell him that they can't do anything because the sheriff didn't get involved in it. Well, yeah. Well, how can the sheriff get involved in it if, you right. know what I mean, if, if he wasn't served the eviction notice? Yeah, it's it sounds it sounds like we like maybe we're missing some facts, but there's a lot of headaches in there. Um, right. You know, it, I mean, anytime you're renting property in Baltimore City. You have to follow the T for every law, or you're not going to be able to get the per- get possession or get your money back if they decide not to pay. Right? Because see, I I do do private detective work the old fashioned way. I I look like accidents and whatnot. I go out and look for you. Right. And do the knocking on the doors. I mean, I, I do the old gumshoe way. I don't do the computer way. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm trying to put my businesses out there to a lot of attorneys. Do you think my best way to do that is through the daily record or email? Well, um, we have a networking group that we uh, go to. Uh, you know, I would say go out to a lot of the Baltimore. Uh, what was it the um, BNI? BNI is a very good um, networking group. It has a lot of different chapters with attorneys in it. Uh, the Grove okay. Coach has a bunch of attorneys in it. Uh, I would t- uh, check those out uh, and you know put your cards out there because I know Grove Coach has you know hundreds of attorneys in it. Um, okay. Yeah, so that'd be the way to get your uh, information out there. And then if you want to shoot me an email, you can always uh, email me at info at wsherwoodlaw.com. Okay, I'll do that, Bill. I'll All right, thanks for calling in and thanks for listening. So, I mean, with with any of these situations in Baltimore City, you know, I mean, that's the bulk of my experience as a landlord and dealing with tenants. I've been in other jurisdictions as far as Cecil County or whatever, but... You, if you don't follow the letter to a, you know, law to the letter, you know, all the way down, you're not going to be able to get that property back. And so many people just think, oh, I can just get around it. No, you're not going to get around it. Um, so one of the things that happens when a landlord can't get rid of a tenant is they get behind on their mortgage payments. And then we, um, sometimes we're called in to either deal with the short sales or the foreclosures. And I know Frank's dealt with a lot of short sales and foreclosures as of late. Uh, yes, I have, Bill. <laughs> and they're so much fun, aren't they, Frank? They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sound so enthused about it, too. Um, so, Well, you never know if they're going to close or not. Right. You, know, you can do all this work, and it may not work out. And it, you can spend months working on it. Yeah. You know, the owners are very upset because they can't sell their property. Right. So it's very well, I mean, complicated. And, you know, dealing with tax sales, too. Baltimore City, you know, the, the tax sales are notorious. If somebody doesn't pay a bill, it just, they could take a house for a very tiny amount of money and force the sale, and then the owner's stuck with the mortgage but no property to tie it up with. Um, so from a lending standpoint, do these liens and things get in trouble and cause the trouble for refinances for these? All the time. Uh, we get... Well, everyone knows that when we have the title company in here, um, that we go through the full title work on, on every refinance or purchase. And if it's a purchase, you want the title work done early in the transaction to see if there's any liens that are following the property, um, that need to be cleared out with the transaction. Cause it, it unless you get clear title, you can't sell the property. Right. So, I mean, we've had issue on issue on issue where um, the title company will wait till the last minute to do the legal work. <laughs> 
and will find a spouse uh, that's out in California, a divorced spouse that refuses to sign anything. Or, right. And and it just the whole transaction collapses. So there's there's a lot of shenanigans that happen when uh, you know people split up. And, you know, one spouse is trying to get the money out of the property without the other spouse knowing. And I've, I've seen a lot of situations where, you know, a spouse tries to bring in a girlfriend mm. to try to sign off for the wife. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like somebody's not going to check the ID or something, you know, but I mean, it, I mean, I guess it was easier, you know, a few, you know, a few decades back where everything wasn't online, you know, you couldn't, you know, and all the IDs were easily, um, you know, cloned or whatever. Now, I mean, it's 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 a lot harder to pull those kind of low level scams now, at least, for a good, you know, for a good reason. But, um, you know, another you know thing is it seems to be a real pain in the hindquarters is dealing with the banks and the lenders when you're trying to get you know someone out of a situation when they've got when they're underwater i mean um how many times frank as as your short sales uh you know is it a, is it half and half that they actually go through with the banks or is it is it a better when they you know you have an offer and you don't know if they're going to take it uh well i've had very good luck with short sales uh in the past recently it seems to be a little harder um I'm not exactly sure if it's, uh, you know, the environment we're in or if it's actually just I was just lucky before. Okay. So. As I you can- know, I was recently working on a, a group of short sales with a private investor. And, you know, there was there was like, you know, half a million dollars on the table to be able to buy all the properties out. But the, the investor was still underwater. And. You know, we had multiple different lien holders, and nobody wanted to back off a dime. And in the long story short, the properties are going to foreclosure now because they thought they would get more money in foreclosure. I don't see how that happening. And what's you know, what do you think, guys? What do you, as far as foreclosure sales go? What is it? Seventy five cents on the dollar, fifty cents on the dollar, fifty seventy five cents on the dollar. The problem is now with the lenders is it's not a problem. It's actually a good problem. Um, the values on properties are starting to rise. So a bank is less certain to take a, a, a short sale is if you owe $150,000 and somebody's willing to offer you $100,000, the bank has to agree to release the lien for $100,000. That's just a, but, but now with the appreciation of properties, houses are less likely to be underwater. And everyone mm-hmm. knows that term where you owe more than the house is worth. Um, so the bank is very skeptical taking a a third party agreement, and a lot of times one of the scams that you were talking about is is the cousin with a different last name comes in and buys the house for fifty cents on the dollar, right? And the the uncle has a a short sale, and basically it's it's just a transfer of ownership and, and cutting half off your 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 mortgage balance, right? And, um, you know, there's, there's an affidavit that has to be signed now that it's an arms length transaction, you know, where everybody's got to say, you know, at least, you know, state that, you know, this is, everybody doesn't know each other and it's not some sort of backdoor deal. I mean, what the affidavit is not really going to stop it from happening. It just gives, I guess, a little more teeth that the bank finds it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, with, with the short sales that are out there, there's, is an opportunity to make money. You know, if you know, you, if you are able to get a property for less than the value and turn it around, you can buy and flip, or uh, buy and hold, um, and you know, turn it into either short-term cash flow and or long-term investment in, in, increases. But I mean, wh- is there a certain formula that you guys go over when you're looking at the properties? You know, to try to help help your clients assess, you know, if there is a way to make a good amount of money on the property. Yes. Okay. First off, we like short sales more than foreclosure sales. Short sales are typically the owner is still in the property, still maintaining the property. A foreclosure sale is uh, they've actually turned either turned over the property or they're still living in the property, and they have access to 
taking out copper pipes and putting holes air conditioning in walls units and air conditioning, selling appliances. We've seen it all. Um, and it makes it very difficult to appraise the property, to send an inspector into the property or to show the property. So I'm sure Frank has the same issues with, with uh, uh, foreclosure properties. But getting to your point, yes, you can buy properties at 50 cents on the dollar, either through usually a foreclosure sale. Um, the bank itself, it's worth what you pay for it for the first six months. So, right. Uh, you talked about buy, renovate, and sell, or buy, renovate, and hold as a rental property. Um, first off, FHA won't touch it in the first three months. They call that a flip. Mm-hmm. They'll touch it in the second three months, but they'll require a second appraisal and receipts and all that other good stuff. But after six months, you, if you hold on to the property and say it's worth double the value, you can go back in and refinance it and actually take money out of the property. So, right. But it's got to be a long-term plan to hold the property. It's not like I want to go buy it, throw a couple coats of paint on it, three months from now I'm going to go pull a hundred grand down. That's not the way it's going to work. Go into it with your eyes open. <laughs> so, on um, you know, there was a there's some properties that uh, Frank and I were uh, working on for a set of buyers, and um, without naming the area, uh, we kind of stumbled into a foreclosure situation. I don't know if you actually saw the house too, Frank, but it was, um, you walk in and like you can just, you're just hit with the mold smell Ugh. going through, you know, as you're, as there and everything, is, you, your feet squish Ugh. as you're walking across the carpet because, you know, there's a pipe broke somewhere and they didn't necessarily, or maybe, Care. maybe when somebody went in and sabotaged because they're mad at the bank for foreclosing their house. Who knows? Um, but so, when you're walking in that situation, you got to realize you need a construction loan and, or a hard money loan with the ability to do construction in order to purchase that unless you don't, unless you're self-funding. Cause a typical loan, correct me if I'm wrong, Doug, isn't going to sit there and loan you the money to buy the house and, you know, you go do the, you know, patch the holes yourself or whatever, you know? <clears throat> Banks hate environmental issues, things that could cause uh, loss in the future, a crack in the foundation, Mold in the basement, a water stain, um, and uh, or the the musty smell. So, um, what you're talking about is is renovation loans. Um, you can there's all kinds of there's um, everyone knows the 203k renovation loan. It's incredibly expensive, um, but it is a fantastic way to buy something under market. Uh, you can buy it under your personal name. You could set up a, a, a business and um, actually uh, obtain a line of credit where you can buy, fix up, and sell, or buy, fix up, and then convert that to a fixed-rate residential loan. So there's a lot of options out there. I will tell you um, the small-time investor needs to find a banker unless they have very deep pockets that's willing right. to work with them. And um, Well, it's, you know, as, as an uh, attorney... You know, I keep seeing where, you know, the landlord, I mean, the property owner, investor gets themselves in trouble mm-hmm. either by, you know, overpaying for these things or signing up with hard money lenders that, you know, have contracts that don't really necessarily conform to, you know, open, um, you know, handshake deals where <laughs> everybody knows what they're getting into. Uh, you know, you get these people to try to flip contracts, you know, where, you know, they're going to buy, you know, they're going to find somebody who's in a hard way. Tie a property up, and then go out and with a contract, and then go out and try to sell and sign the contract. And you know, I'm sure it, it adds extra levels of headaches to both of you guys when you're dealing with somebody who's trying to flip a contract. So we'll think about that. We'll get into some more uh, legal issues with investing after these messages. WCBM, Baltimore. With some sunshine for the rest of this afternoon and a light breeze in from the southwest. Temperatures will hover in the upper 80s to low 90s and then a partly cloudy sky overnight with light winds and a low down to 71. The warming trend will continue on Monday after some early sunshine, partly cloudy into the afternoon with a slight chance for a thunderstorm popping up as the high hits 92 degrees. Then out ahead of an approaching cold front on Tuesday, there should be some scattered afternoon thunderstorms popping up with a high again in the low 90s. I'm Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBN. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? 
insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters, 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. Synergy Realty Company, LLC, is a boutique real estate brokerage built to serve you. Thinking about selling your home? Sellers just mention this ad to list your home for sale with a 1.5% listing fee, which includes a home staging consultation and professional photography. Call 443-776-1846. We also have buyers covered. If you know a first-time home buyer, have them call 443-776-1846 to sign up for a free home buyer seminar that could save them thousands on closing costs, home inspections, and warranties. Are you a real estate investor? Maximize your portfolio by calling 443-776-1846 to schedule a free consultation. Or visit Synergy Realty Company online at SynergyRealtyExperts.com. Or call them, 443-776-1846. Bruce Elliott here. Time for another Lunch with Bruce at the original Pampas Restaurant on Taylor Avenue in Parkville. Join me August 23rd from 1 to 3 for some great food at Pampas. Choose from crab cake or New York strip steak sandwiches with fries or fettuccine Alfredo or chicken fettuccine Alfredo with garlic bread, plus soft drinks for $25. Bring some friends and join me, Bruce Elliott, August 23rd from 1 till 3 at Pappas Restaurant in Parkville. For reservations, call 410-661-4357. When you got married, you took a vow to always be there for each other till death do you part. But what if the unthinkable happens? Would your spouse be able to make it alone financially? You need Allstate Life Insurance. Baltimore Allstate agent John Koch can help you get the coverage you need at an affordable price. Call John today, 410-931-1400, and ask for a complimentary life insurance review. Are you in good hands? Life insurance offered by Allstate Life Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and Lincoln Benefit Life Company, Lincoln, Nebraska. Get Hannitized weekday afternoons at 3 with Sean Hannity on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com. I don't know, man. I think that uh, no one knows the songs I like or something, man. I, I got to hire you for a personal DJ. Now, um, but uh, getting back to our real estate uh, talk, um, one of the legal headaches that can often pop up is when you have these investors. You know, they take these classes and they 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 go out and find somebody in a rough situation, tie their property up, and they go and resell the contract. I've heard of times when this has worked, and I've heard of a whole bunch of horror stories when, you know, things have went bad for the original seller where, you know, you know, it's just, you know, they, they lose the ability to, to talk to the mortgage company because they've contracted that away. They, you know, they, they don't even have the ability to go get things repaired. They, they lose the ability to collect rent. I mean, if you're entered into a contract with anybody who's not represented by a licensed professional, have a lawyer read the contract if you're going to sell your property. You know, believe me, you'll save yourself a lot of grief just by spending, you know, 50 to 100 hours or even call, call my office for a free consult. I don't care. Just get somebody to look at that contract. Um, so, um, your experiences, guys, with these uh, fixing, fl- you know, flipping contracts, Frank. I know, I know, off air, you said you had something going on with one right now. Yeah, I have one right now. Uh, it looks like it's going to settle. Knock on wood. Uh, probably in about two weeks. Okay. So hopefully it all goes well. Have you have you done a lot of those transactions? No, no. I've. Uh, this is the first one I've actually gotten this far with. I've written offers for several of them, mm-hmm. but 
they never came to fruition. Have you ever been a listing agent when someone has brought that kind of contract to one of your clients? No, I have not. Okay. No, just with buyers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've had, as a property investor before, I had someone uh, show up and try to give me one of these contracts from some, one of these local investor schools. And I was reading through it. This was prior to me being a lawyer. I was like, why would I sign this thing? I'm just... Basically, I'm giving away the rights to everything in my life. What are you doing here? And you know, they got mad when I didn't want to sign the contract. I'm like, I should have been the one angry for somebody showing me the thing. Um, <laughs> so, Doug, if you see an assignment of contract as a bank, what does that make you? Does that make them have pause for worry? You know, back in the heyday of lending, <laughs> I'm going back about 20 years. Yeah. You used to see two and three flips of contracts hmm. um, before the loan actually would go to settlement. Now, I think specifically what you're speaking about are are the the, the signs that you see on the side of the road that say buy houses for cash. Buy houses for cash, and <laughs> I, it just it, you need to call your lawyer. You need to call Bill and <laughs> ask you. Bill about that because um, there are people out there that do have that kind of cash, but typically they want a, a, a ownership of the property, and it's refinancing you off the property and there's a lot of issues that go along with it um, legally um, so I, I hopefully there's some litigation in the works to <laughs> slow down the uh, right but yeah but, I mean there's yeah hopefully some legislation out there somewhere but I know that um you know when if they're buying the property from seller a for X amount of dollars and then they're turn around selling it to buyer B, for X plus another amount of money, you know, isn't there some you know sort of issue that might that might create on the property as far as the appraisal goes? Because you've got you know multiple values for the same property now, right? right. Well, here we go. This is this is Fannie Freddie FHA VA. Right. They say you can assign contracts, but you can't assign a higher value to the contract. So okay. if you're selling this hundred thousand dollar home. Um, if you're assigning the contract, you have to assign it at $100,000. If there's a side agreement for a 20000 or whatever. As long as it's not being financed. It can't be fine. It can't be a part of the transaction. Right. Yeah, because I know a lot of times it is people will, you know, try to bake twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 in there just to, you know, be able to bring the parties together. And they're getting paid more uh, more than people that went to school to become real estate agents, right. title companies, and everything else just to tie the contract. It just seems kind of a little bit less than you know warm and fuzzy from, from my perspective. Well, it, <laughs> and there's a reason for that. I mean, um, as as Frank knows, definitely um, when you buy and sell, especially in Baltimore City, it costs a lot. You, you're paying a lot in transfer taxes on a hundred thousand dollar purchase. You're paying. You know, probably twenty five hundred dollars in transfer taxes. So it's expensive. Mm -hmm. So if you're selling these contracts, you're not. You don't have to um, uh, uh, pay the transfer taxes and the fees and the title work mm -hmm. and all the issues that go along with it. Um, and, and you avoid doing that. Well, now you can't. They, they right. really put the clamp on it. Well, one of the things that they used to go to go around a lot of the situation was they would put like these rental properties in an LLC. Uh, you know, yeah. and then they would just transfer the LLC to get around all the transfer fees with the state of Maryland and all that. And it's, it was legal. You know, your LLCs, businesses get sold all the time. So somebody, you know, figured out that loophole. Yep. But if you're trying to finance the property, you're not going to be able to finance the property's LLC unless you already have a commercial line of credit. Am I right with that? You are absolutely right. And believe it or not, especially the city is is on top of that now. They don't. A lot has changed. I wish we had our title guy in here, too. But you used to be able to transfer people on and off title. Nowadays, um, you can, but they're going to charge you transfer taxes. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's all kinds of issues that go along with it. But we were talking about private lenders. Mm -hmm. I, As a banker, it, private lenders will lend out 100% of the acquisition. They'll even lend out the closing costs. So they're mm -hmm. actually lending it. But they're charging you 12%. Usually, right. 10 You're to paying 12%. for the money. As a banker, you would think I would cringe on that, but the holding cost, if it's over a short period of time, it's actually because you're not um, holding the money for any length of time, it right. doesn't cost you that much. It's mm -hmm. it, it can turn out to be a great tool to get this home repaired and in a, a renter in it or to turn around and list it and sell it through a reputable re realtor. So, so I mean, uh, Frank, you got any properties right now that need to be renovated or any listings like that? Uh, I have a couple upcoming properties mm -hmm. that are going to be need to be renovated. Okay. Um, that they plan on selling them as is, 
So it would be perfect for a rehab loan. Okay. So, uh, Frank, what's your cell number for people to be able to reach you to find out about it, to get on your real estate investor list? Yeah, my uh, cell phone number is 410-350-9864. And uh, you, you email a list and, and uh, blast out to all the investors that you work with, let them know when properties get on your radar, too, right? Yes, I do. And what's your email address? Morganshouses at gmail.com. Okay. All right, so make sure to reach out to Frank when you have those kind of, uh, if you're looking for any kind of investment properties you want to get on his investment property list. Um, I, I actually, uh, it's on my radar right now. Mm-hmm. Somebody is selling their property in Hamden for under $110,000. It needs a total rehab, uh, but Oof. it seems like a great price to me yeah. on a really nice street. Right. And so, you some- know, if you're interested, give me a call. That's but, nice. you know, it would be specifically for, you know, my buyers. Okay. So. All right. So, um, you know, that's that sounds like something that, you know, uh, there would be a, um, a construction loan for sure. Yes. And if somebody wanted to do buy and move into Hamden pretty cheaply, maybe that's the way to go. And then they would have to go see somebody about getting one of those, um, you know, was it a 203K loan for FHA? Or <laughs> is yep. that something you, you do if as you well? you go FHA, you do the 203K. And Frank, I know what property you're talking about. And this hundred and ten thousand dollar purchase, yeah, it's it the one down the street from it. It sold for how much? Uh, less than a year ago, or about a year ago? Like, two, I'm not sure if we're talking about the same property. Two thirty nine or something like that. Well, uh, houses on the street sell for upwards of three hundred thousand dollars. And there's there's some in Hampton now as much as four hundred thousand. Yes. it's crazy. Yeah. I grew up over there and like the only way you would got four hundred thousand dollars for a house when I was growing up over there was you'd take ten of them together and Exactly. <laughs> hey we got a call from someone in uh, William in Annapolis and he's calling about foreclosures. Uh-oh. Hi William, can I talk uh, how you doing today? I'm good man. You guys sound like the kind of guys that I want to talk to. Okay. What's going uh, on? I have a problem I have a property, and, you know, the the whole housing thing. I thought I bought in front of the bubble. I bought in uh, August of '04. Okay. And, you know, um, I've been paying my bills. I got, you know, perfect credit, the whole thing. But my property has never recovered. Mm. Um, and it's, I think it's because of the, the amount of foreclosures around me. Okay. And I learned that my neighbor is going to walk away from our house because she can't make the payments anymore. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Is that going to tank the value of my house? Well, I mean, if the appraiser is looking at the values of the properties around you to try to sell, they should uh, actually take into account that, you know, some of the comps are foreclosure sales and maybe not necessarily arm's length. And they should be able to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. Yeah, appraisers, as a general rule, appraisers are not supposed to take in distress sales or in-kind transactions or mother-to-son, those type of transactions. But they will. And, um, yes, it can affect your your valuation on your property. So, Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been looking at Zillow and all that other stuff. I'm like, I'm waiting for this thing just to, you know, whatever. Um, One of the things that I have in my my property is um, I have a huge outbuilding, you know, that I use for my business. And it's, uh, uh, it's a dual-zoned property, so it's a 4,000-square-foot, two-and-a-half-story building. Mm. Nice. Um, it's got its own meter and all that other stuff. But is, it, is this in Annapolis? Well, it's on the Eastern Shore. I just use Annapolis as okay. a Okay. Yeah, so... so yeah. yeah, I mean... Annapolis would be a $3 million property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know... If you're, you know, trying to figure out different options for it, I know that, um, you know, Frank works a lot with uh, sellers that are just trying to figure out a way to get away from a property. Um, I, I've, you know, I've sent a lot of people his way over the years, and, um, you know, you might want to, like, you know, maybe talk him off air if you're trying to figure out how to, how, how maybe to move it or, or, or maybe even get it rented out. Um, you know, if it's, it may be a little bit of time before the market comes back even more, and not all areas are going to come back the way they were before 2008 uh, as, as quickly. It may even take a few more years, you know. And, I mean, if the, if the property isn't is it a burden to you and everything else is great and the credit's great, keep treading water and keep no. paying on it. I mean, it'll it'll come, come back to eventually. Well, I mean, it serves my business because, you yeah. know, I could be running a commercial property, you know, um, and and just the, the the total out of pocket for for the mortgage and and, and whatnot, uh, you know, I got a, a credit line on it or whatever home equity line, you know, that's that's 
for four thousand square feet in Annapolis, I'd be paying you know five, six, seven thousand dollars a month for that. Right, right. And you know, with this, I get a you know a five bedroom house, but. I just get worried because she's just running that property into the ground. And, you know, everybody's got problems, so I'm not here to step on the step on right. But I'm like, is, is it time to, to, you know, get out of it? Um, maybe do I buy her property and attach it to mine? Well, I mean, I'm that might be know. a way to, you know, to keep the, you know, basically keep control of the neighbor's property at least. W- William, what I would, I would encourage you to do is, is, um, talk to Frank or a realtor in your area. If if I was your banker, I would tell you to talk to Frank. Yeah, I I would tell you to to, to look at it's already um, zoned for two separate units. You may want to s- actually break them into two separate deeds, where you're allowed to sell one and and hold the the business or or transfer the ownership. It may increase the value as a commercial property and a residential property. Two hey. separate. Hey guys, hold that thought. We got to, I'm getting a little buzz in my ear. I got to take a commercial break. Hold on. We'll be more after this. WCBM Baltimore. If you're currently thinking about buying a home or refinancing your mortgage, it is very important to choose a solid, reputable title company to handle your real estate closing. And one of the best around is Summit Title Company. Summit Title has handled thousands of real estate closings in Maryland since 1985 and they are committed to the highest level of service at competitive fees. They're owned and managed by experienced real estate attorneys who work with a dedicated, professional staff to ensure smooth quality service for each transaction. Summit Title is located in the heart of Towson, but their settlement officers travel to any location in Maryland that is convenient for closing. So if you or someone you know is buying a home or refinancing a mortgage, you should contact Summit Title Company. Their phone number is 410-583-5353. Or you can find them online at summittitlecompany.net. As a small business owner, keeping up with the ever-changing marketing and social media trends can be difficult and time-consuming. Let SK Creative Solutions take the responsibility off of your plate. At SK Creative Solutions, they offer various marketing services such as social media management, website design, search engine optimization, and graphic design. SK Creative Solutions is a one-stop shop for all of your small business marketing and advertising needs. Grow your business today with the power of social media and website marketing. Visit skcreativesolutions.com for more information. Most doctors are not trained to diagnose and treat hidden car accident injuries like muscle spasms, back pain, neck pain, and headaches. The problem is that soft tissue injuries are not always visible on x-rays. One of the best ways to detect hidden injuries is a thermography scan. Call Dr. Mitch Adolph, D.C. at 1711 York Road Lutherville, 1-800-511-BACK to schedule your free thermography scan. Space is limited. Call 800-511-BACK today to schedule your free thermography scan. Hi, I'm Chris Wallace inviting you to tune in this Sunday at 5 p.m. for an hour-long interview with today's newsmakers. That's Fox News Sunday on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com. Hey, we're here in our final stretch of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood for this Sunday. Um, this week we were joined by Frank Morgan of Synergy Realty Company and Doug Bruckman of BB&T Mortgage. And um, we got, a, we got our, our final little stretch here. And I wanted to bring up uh, one little landlord uh, ha- uh, nightmare scenario that I had prior to getting out of here. Um, so I was, uh, you know, uh, this was about, I guess, 10 years ago prior to me going to law school. I was still, uh, slinging houses myself on the, at Phoenix real estate, my own, my first real estate brokerage. And I took this lady through a property in Baltimore city and she liked it, but we couldn't get in one unit. So we, we put an offer in contingent upon being able to see this last unit, Right. So it gets postponed because we still can't get in the unit. Finally, the out-of-town seller shows up. About We're already like three weeks past the deadline, right, We sh- for the first contract. Shows up, and we go through and open the door, and it was like a horror story in this one unit. I mean, words cannot dis- accurately describe the amount of hoarding that was going on in there. 
Um, some of the stuff is, I saw, I probably shouldn't even talk about on radio because the FCC will probably come down on this. Um, but I mean, you really have to be careful what you're putting a contract in on. I mean, this deal fell apart. The, um, my client's money remained in escrow for years because of the legal battle that ensued because the seller said, well, you knew this was, you know, the situation. No, we I didn't. didn't no, we didn't. That's why we, you had to, Come to Maryland, you know, and to make matters worse, one of the uh, owners was a real estate agent at the same, uh, well, at a company I had pr- previously worked for. And, you know, it, it just, everything devolved. So long story short, when you're going through and you want to do investment properties, make sure your agent is someone you can work with that's been around the block a lot. And also, make sure you know what you're putting an offer in on. You know, I mean, she just wanted to jump on this property because she was doing numbers and whatever. Had she had not, um, you know, jumped as quickly, she probably would have found another property and she would have went on and been happier. It wouldn't have took me five years to get her money back for her. I finally got her every dime back, but it was just awful. Um, so, on the way out, I want, um, Frank, I know you said you got a listing. Uh, coming up in Hamden, let's give you a chance to talk about that. Um, and then, Doug, you can, you know, do your quick elevator speech as well. Uh, to anybody, anybody listening, again, this is Bill Sherwood, uh, Sherwood Legal Services. I work in real estate, family, and personal injury law. If you have any issues and you're a listener, please give my office a call at 410-366-4417. I'm glad to always give a listener a free consult. And Frank, if you're ready, um, Give your cell number again, and then just tell us about this uh, unique listing you have coming up in Hamden. Yes, I have a new listing coming up. It's a very unique property. It's on Pool Street, 3566 Pool Street, right across from the park in the pool. It has very large rooms. It's 21 feet wide. It has a brand-new kitchen, a garage. It's got everything that uh, a Hamden buyer would want, so parking, uh, large rooms, and being so wide. It's, um, you know, it's a real gem. So you can call me at 410-350-9864 if you'd like a little more information about it or you want to see it. Probably be listed in about two weeks. They're doing some final touches now, doing some painting. So. Okay. So, that, that's, so everybody kind of have a scoop on a nice hand of property. Yep. And then, uh, Doug, uh, what, you know, what's your favorite kind of client? Is it a home buyer, home investor? What's the first, you know, what's the one you like working with the most? You know, um, Doug Bruckman, BB&T Mortgage, NMLS number is 496462. I will tell you my absolute best customer are are a, a relationship with the bank. So we, we don't look for the transaction at BB&T. We look for the relationship. And somebody who has their, their um, accounts with us, we can offer special pricing, special discounts. We can do all kinds of things. So um, I'd encourage you to to give us a call. My direct dial number is 443-800-5764. And, again, it's BB&T Mortgage. And um, I look forward to working with you guys. And, again, this is Bill Sherwood with uh, Sherwood Legal Services. Thank you for tuning in this week for Sherwood Law Talk. Uh, Law Talk with Bill Sherwood. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next week, 410-366-4417.